You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus is the complete representation of God's wisdom. Learn more about this truth in week one of Unboxed. God has given us the greatest gift of all in the person of Jesus Christ. Yun po ang pinakamatinding regalo na ibinigay ng Diyos sa bawat isa sa atin. At sa pamagitan po ng series natin ay i-unbox natin. Ipapakilala namin ang gusto sa inyo si Jesus na siyang pinakadakilang regalo at pinaka-essence ng Christmas na atin pong celebrate. Bahagi po ng ating uh, teksto sa buong series mula week 1, week 2, 3, and 4 ay yung pong Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 to 7 dahil dito po natin kukunin yung pong apat na topic natin sa loob ng apat na linggo. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Sabi niyo, Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Now, sabi po for unto us a child is born. Child represents Christ's humanity. At yung sinabing to us a son is given, that represents the deity of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, the government shall be upon His Shoulder. Yung pong binabanggit dito na government, ito po ay yung ultimate government na sa pagdating ng Panginoon. Bawat prophetic word po, especially here in Isaiah, meron tinatawag na immediate fulfillment at saka meron tinatawag na ultimate fulfillment. What is the immediate fulfillment? The immediate fulfillment is when Christ came here first when He died and He rose again from the dead. Now, the ultimate fulfillment is the coming of Jesus in the millennial reign, and he will start reigning literally, and the entire government will be upon his shoulder. At ito yung tatawagin siya, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. These are all governmental position and names of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ang sabi po ng verse 7, Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it, and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. So yung pong apat na pangalan ng Panginoon is a governmental position and it is also to our benefit. Kaya po yan ho yung ating pag-aaralan sa loob po ng apat na linggo. At ngayon po, ang pag-aaralan natin is Jesus as the wonderful counselor. Ito po ay sinulat ni Prophet Isaiah. And yung meaning ng kanyang pangalan has something to do with the purpose of God in his life. Yahweh means God our salvation. Okay, yun po yung pangalan, yun po yung ibig, yun yung ibig sabihin ng pangalan ni Isaiah. Yahweh is our salvation. Lahat po ng services natin mahalaga. Pero mahalaga po talaga na madaluhan yung simula dahil dito namin nilalatag yung kabuuan ng background para mas madali yung maiintindihan sa second at sa second week, third week, and fourth week. Alam naman natin na, na si David ay isa sa mga naging hari ng Israel. Okay? During the time of David, they experienced such a great peace. Then came Solomon. Si Solomon po nagkaroon great prosperity. Unfortunately, hindi naging matapat si Solomon. He became the wisest fool of all. Nahati yung kingdom to the northern kingdom and to the southern kingdom. Ang southern kingdom, nandun na po tayo mga Judah, ang tawag sa mga tao rin ay mga Hudyo. Okay? At yung Northern Kingdom is Samaria, kaya Samaritan ang pangalan ng mga tao doon. Now, doon ito nangyari, ito prophecy nito ay doon sa Northern Kingdom. At isa sa mga naging hari nila ay si Ahas. 
king of the northern kingdom. Si Ahas po, ibang klase po talaga ang kanyang kamandag nung siya ay naghari. Okay? Sa pangalan pa lang, eh, talagang may makamandag na. Okay. Ito yung naging situation ng kanilang bayan. If we are to look at the religious background, first is, meron silang outward religiosity or outward religious activity but without genuine faith. That's the situation of the people during their time. Okay? Marami silang mga rituals, mga religious activity, pero there is really no genuine faith in their hearts. That can possibly happen in any particular church as well, even a genuine church, that there will be a lot of activities, a lot of religious activity, pero ang pananampalataya ng mga tao ay hindi talaga tunay na nakatuon sa Diyos. That's exactly what happened to them during those times. Pangalawa, Alam mo naman yung Kainaan ay bahagi ng promised land na ibinigay sa kanila ng Panginoon. Pero may mga natira pong mga tao doon na nag-impart sa kanila ng mga cultic belief and activities at naging bahagi ng kanilang kultura ng Israel. Naging idolater sila, yung mga Diyos-Diyosan ng mga Kainanites, naging Diyos-Diyosan din nila. At sila po ay heavily nag sa political alliances at dahil sa kanilang mga political alliances because Somehow, gusto nilang maging secure. Pero yung political alliances nila, yun din ang naging dahilan kung bakit nakapasok ang mga pagan worship and practices. And of course, in totality, they experience religious apostasy. Religious apostasy, ibig sabihin yung paglayo sa Diyos. Bagamat they still believe and they still worship the true God, pero hinaluan nila ng mga Diyos-Diyosan at mga cultic practices that's why before the eyes of God, they experience apostasy or religious apostasy. At higit sa lahat, dahil po dito, nagkaroon ng mga tinatawag na mga ungodly kings. Alam nyo, bagamat ang Diyos ang naglalagay ng mga pinuno ng bawat bayan, pwedeng ilagay ng Diyos a wicked president or a wicked king to punish the people who are in a backsliding mode. Pwede rin siyang maglagay ng righteous king if he would like to bless the people. Now, during their time, ang mga nag-sprung up ay mga ungodly kings. Now, tignan po natin yung prophecy ni Isaiah. Now, it is because that's the situation. It is so inevitable. Once a nation is in a religious apostasy, do you expect God to bless that nation? What do you think? If the nation is living in sin and experiencing religious apostasy, the inevitable thing that would happen is for them to experience the judgment of God. And so, Prophet Isaiah made a pronouncement in Isaiah chapter 8 about the judgment of the Lord upon their lives. Assyrian would have an invasion against Israel. And that would create a lot of trouble in them. Destruction, despair, desolation, and depression. So, iyon yung mararanasan niya. So, if you are just to use your imagination and think what would happen to them, it would be very sad. Yun po yung prophecy ni Isaiah. Kaya may mga tao na natutuwa sa kanya o may mga taong Nalulungkot, I mean, dahil sa prophecy ng pero mayroon mga mga taong nagagalit. Dahil alam during those times, mga prophet po, sila po yung mga unpopular people. Because sila yung nagpo-pronounce ng blessing, 
matutuwa sila pagka-blessing yung prophecy. Pero kapag ka-judgment yung prophecy, nasisimulang magalit sa kanila ang mga tao. Kaya very unpopular sila. As I say, tinawag ng Panginoon to be the spokesman of God. And Prophet Isaiah in chapter 8 mentioned about the invasion of Assyrian sa kanilang buhay. Now, so at that particular moment, what they needed really is a counsel from God. And they needed a powerful, righteous leader to give them somehow the assurance that as God's covenanted people, sila ay magkakaroon ng assurance pa rin na hindi totaling mawawala sila, madidevastate sila. So, they needed counsel from God and they needed a powerful, righteous leader. Now, titignan ho natin mamaya kung ano po yung mga bagay na ipaprophesy pa sa kanila ni Prophet Isaiah. But let me tell you this, they may be, at that particular moment, they may be seeking for counsel, pero sa pamamaraan po ng tao, hindi sa pamamaraan ng Diyos. You know, when you are in need of something, or when you are experiencing problems and difficulties, hindi mo alam ang iyong gagawin. The immediate recourse that you would do is, kanino kaya ako magpapakounsel? Tama? Kanino kaya ako magpapakounsel? Sino ba ang hihingang ko ng gabay? Okay? So, uh, Israel, alam nilang may coming judgment. Kailangan nila ng counsel. Ano ang aming gagawin? And at the same time, because mga ungodly nga yung mga king na nag-aaray sa kanila, kailangan namin ng powerful, righteous leader. Unfortunately, because spiritually discerned na sila, ibig sabihin, is, hindi na sila lubusan nagkakaroon ng spiritual understanding on the ways of God. Hinanap nila yung counsel sa human wisdom o yung tinatawag na earthly or worldly wisdom. And they still tried to look for a powerful, righteous leader a political leader yung ini-expect nila. Now, ito po yung prophecy na Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 1 to 2. Mapapasin nyo before yan ng verse 6. Okay? Sabi nyo, but there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Sebulun and the land of Naphtali. Northern kingdom po yan, bahagi. But in the latter time, he has made glorious the way of the sea and the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. Now, because of the prophetic message of Isaiah of gloom, since yung mga tao ay nagahanap ng counsel, Isaiah gave this as a comfort for them. Because manggagaling sila sa gloom, manggagaling sila sa darkness, ito yung prophetic assurance na ibinigay ni Isaiah. Susunod po dyan, mapapansin ninyo, yung doon sa may verse 6 na binasa natin kanina, for unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and he shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Now, ginamit ni Prophet Isaiah yung scenario ng Israel to prophesy about the coming of Jesus Christ. Because maging sa pagdating ni Jesus, nasa gloomy situation, hindi lamang ang Israel, kundi ang buong mundo. So yung kalagayan ng Israel na ito ay nagsasalarawan lamang sa kalagayan ng buong mundo bago dumating si Jesus. You get my point? So ito po yung bakla. So grinab ni Prophet Isaiah yung opportunity to prophesy about the coming Messiah, meaning anointed one, 
okay, to prophesy about Jesus who would later on die and would rise from the dead. So, ginamit yung opportunity na yun. Now, dito po sa Maiseya chapter 9, verse 2, the people who walk in darkness have been a great light. Sino yung great light na ito? That is Jesus Christ. Those who dwelt in a land in a deep darkness, on them as light shone. Now, dahil yun yung prophecy na Isaiah, kinonfirm ito sa Matthew chapter 4, verse 12 to 16. Tasayin natin. Now, when he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Sebulun and Naphtali. Diyan po makikita ninyo, binanggit na naman yung Sebulun and Naphtali, meaning ito na yung kaganapan ng prophetic word. Verse 14, So that what was spoken the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Sebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light, and for those dwelling in the region, and a shadow of death on them, a light has dawned. So yung prophecy ni Isaiah, ito na yung kaganapan, kinukonfirm ng Matthew chapter 4. Now, as I said a while ago, they were seeking during those times a, a, a wise counsel, they were looking for the powerful and righteous leader, and Isaiah prophesied about verse 6, that Jesus Christ would be a wonderful counselor. Ito po yung ating first week. Tumayo po tayong lahat. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning verse 18. 1, 2, 3. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. It is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom. It pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who are being saved. For Jews demand signs, Greeks seek wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, guide us, help us, Lord God, to understand who Jesus Christ is as a wonderful counselor. Thank you so much, God. He is all that we need in this life. In Jesus' name. Amen. lahat. So, since we were talking about Jesus as a wonderful counselor, so it's a two-word, actually. The first is, wonderful means full of miracle. Sabi nyo, full of miracle. Pareho din po yan pag sinasabing signs, wonders, and miracle. Pangatlo is full of wisdom. Counselor means full of wisdom. Jesus indeed is a man full of Wisdom. So, pag kinumbayan niyo yung salita is wonderful counselor, he is actually a miraculous wise man, si Jesus. He is full of wisdom, he is full of miracle. Now, as I said, going back to the story a while ago, so yung mga tao in a chaotic situation would look for a wise counsel, and they would look for a strong, 
righteous or powerful righteous leader. Unfortunately, hinahanap nila ito sa pamamagitan ng kanilang sariling kaalaman, hindi sa pamamaraan ng Diyos. Now, kung ang picture nito ng Israel in the Old Testament, listen very carefully, ay dadali natin sa ating panahon, wala hong kaibahan. Nabalitaan nyo siguro yung nangyari sa, sa Paris, right? Yung bombing doon. It's because of an ideology that people embraced. Of course, terroristic act yun. Yung nangyayari ngayon sa Russia and Turkey, pati yung uh, angilan doon sa China at saka sa Amerika, doon sa sa pinagtatalunang lupa. At marami pang mga bahagi ng daigdig ngayon ang nasa kaguluhan. So as if the situation back then is no different than the situation we have today. And it would even escalate before Jesus Christ would come back again. So kung ganyan yung situation, still we need a wonderful counselor. Amen. And people may be seeking for a person, for a leader. People may be seeking for the worldly wisdom or human wisdom, pero nagkakamali sila ng hinahanapan. That's why tatapag-usapan po natin is the worldly wisdom versus the godly wisdom. Ano ang ating susundin? Yung ating bang sariling pamamaraan o yung pamamaraan ng Diyos? Pisan po natin. First is the worldly wisdom. Sa binasa natin kanina, there are people who are actually perishing. Instead of resorting to the way of God, they are resorting to their own way. Ang kala nila, ang krus ay kalokohan. Because ang krus ay ang siyang tunay na pamamaraan ng Diyos. So, sa kanila, para kalokohan ito, kaya sa kanilang buhay, lalo lamang silang napapahamak. The more they try to seek wisdom, the more they try to live intellectually, mas lalo silang napapahamak. Pero ang sabi ng batuas who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. Of course, that's referring to the worldly wisdom. And the discernment of the discerning, I will thwart. So, dito pinapakita lang agad ng Panginoon ang mga taong nagkitiwala sa kanilang sariling paraan at sa kanilang sariling wisdom ay sila yung mga napapahamak. Pero doon sa mga nananampalataya sa paraan ng Diyos, which is the cross. The cross is the solution of God to the problem of the world. They are being saved. Now, God has challenged the minds of those whom we consider to be wise in this present age. Sabi rito na verse 20, Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Sina challenge ng Panginoon yung mga matatalino sa panahong ito na ang kanilang katalinuhan, bagamat galing sa Diyos, lahat ng talino ay galing sa Diyos dahil nilikha tayo ng Diyos, pero hindi nire-recognize ang Diyos sa kanilang katalinuhan. Kaya meron pa rin naniniwala ang tao galing sa unggoy. Hindi nilikha ng Diyos. They are using their God-given wisdom to oppose God's counsel, to oppose God's word. Sa ating mga ordinaryong tao, when you are in difficulty, saan ka humahanap ng solusyon? Do you find counsel on God's word? O doon sa mga manguhula? O doon sa mga nagfufungsoy? O doon sa may mga bolang kristal? Mauuso na naman ho yan dahil papasok ang New Year. Anong kapalaran ko? Hinahanap ang kapalaran sa mga bituin. Ito po ang nagiging tendency ng mga tao. 
instead na sila ay lumapit sa Diyos, who is the author of life, kung kanikanino hinahanap ang kahulugan ng kanilang buhay. We believe Jesus is the author of life. Do you agree? Kapag may problema ang buhay, babalik ka sa author. Tama? Because siya yung author. Kapag ka yung sasakyan mo, halimbawa nagka-depren siya, halimbawa kung saan na lang tumatakbo, binuksan mo pala ang itumakbo na. Saan mo dadalhin yan? Dadalhin mo doon sa kung saan siya ginawa. Hindi mo dadalhin yan doon sa competitor. Dadalhin mo yan doon sa pinanggalingan niya. Saan ho tayo galing? Sa unggoy? Sa Diyos. Pag may problema ang buhay natin, we will go back still to the author of life because God knows exactly how we were made. Amen. Siya ang nakakaalam ng lahat ng bagay. Akala ba natin kilala na natin ang gusto ng sarili natin? Kulang ang ating kaisipan para kilala natin kung sino talaga tayo ng lubos maliban na tayo ay magkaroon ng kaisipan na katulad ng sa Diyos dahil ang Diyos ang siyang lumikha sa bawat isa sa atin. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Sina-challenge niya pati yung mga religious leader na minsan tinutwist ang salita ng Diyos for their own convenience to suit their own organization. Mga matatalinong tao pero ginagamit yung talino against God Himself. Where is the debater of this age? One time I, I was watching television, I heard one person saying, I can do better than God when I became the president of this nation. I can do better than God. Could you imagine that? Even challenging God Himself. Tayo ho, sa pagdidesisyon na ating ginagawa, okay, Papaano tayo humihingi ng gabay? Ito, darating na naman ang eleksyon. Hindi ba? 2016. Ano yung batayan ng pagboto natin? Ay, boboto ko to pastor, kasi yung kapatid ko malapit sa kanya. At yung kapatid ko nilagay niya sa custom. Kaya, uh, boboto ko to. Again, we are using our human wisdom apart from the wisdom of God. Samantalang nakalagay naman sa Bible kung ano ang katangian ng mga taong iboboto natin. Still, we trust in the wisdom of this world. Pastor, eh, wala akong maiboto eh. Bakit? Kasi walang matino. Wait, yan ang mga nilag- nakalatag dyan. Okay? Now, una, alam naman natin, kalooban ng Diyos, kapag yung isang leader, eh, maganda, magaling, mabuti, good, a good potential president, hindi eh, siya ang iboto mo kaysa iba, eh, pastor, wala akong makita. Eh, di paganahin muli yung, eh, ito evil. Ito, lesser evil. Yung sa greater evil. Yung sa extremely evil. Umamili ka na lang dyan, pero ano mo mapili mo dyan? Parang evil pa rin. Umamili ka na lang dyan. Okay? Dahil wala ka naman talagang perfect na tao na makukuha para ilagay sa posisyon na yan. Amen? Because ang gusto ng Diyos, ilagay natin ang tiwala natin, hindi sa magiging leader ng bansang ito, ilagay natin ang tiwala natin sa wonderful counselor, Jesus Christ Himself. Amen? Let's give God praise. Although we put our trust on our Lord Jesus Christ, doesn't mean we won't do our responsibility to choose the best candidate. Now, hindi po ako nangangampanya. Okay? Si Jesus lang ho ang kandidato ko. Okay? Hindi ako nangangampanya. Dahil lahat ho ng mga kandidato ngayon, may kanya-kanyang kapintasan, may mga kanya-kanyang rin silang strength. Now, paganahin natin, Lord, sino ba ang kalooban mong mamuno ng aming bansa? Napakarami po mga kapatid na mga pilosopo sa lipunan. I think this week, about Thursday, nagkaroon kami ng several how to minister to LGBT. Ang sabi ng aming speaker, sabi niya, yes, God has given us the freedom of choice. 
there's one thing that God has not given us to choose. And it's stated in the Bible, God created male and female. God did not allow us to make a choice. He, cre- he made a choice for us because God knows what's best. So we won't be confused whether you are a male or you're a female because God made a choice for you. And you need to embrace who you are as God has determined for you. Andiyan po kayo. Eh yung iba, ang gagaling makipag-debate. Pinipiloso po ang salita ng Panginoon. Kaya ngayon, ang nangyayari, hindi na lamang dalawa ang gender. Marami na. Apat na. Hindi, mayroon pa dadagdag. Lima na. Dahil ang Diyos ang pumili ng gender natin, alam niya kung ano makakabuti para sa atin. Tama ba? It was only distorted by the enemy. Kaya nagkaroon ng tinatawag na confusion. That's why God is challenging, who is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made him foolish the wisdom of the world? Because the wisdom of the world is going against the wisdom of God. Sabi ng iba, ang Bible, noon lang yan, hindi na siya applicable ngayon. Outdated na ang Bible. Wow. Verse 21, For since the wisdom of God, the world did not know God. Ang katalinuhan ng tao, dahil ayaw magpasakop sa katalinuhan ng Diyos, lalong hindi nila nakilala ang Diyos kahit sila ay may matatalinong tao. Hindi nila lalong nakilala ang Diyos. It pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. So una, binanggit ng Diyos, ni Lord na yung mga taong may matatalino pero running away from the wisdom of God, sila yung mga mangmang. Akala nilang matalino sila, pero sa harapan ng Diyos, sila po ay mga mangmang. And then, sabi po rin ng 1 Corinthians 1.22, For Jews demand signs, Greeks seek wisdom. Okay. Ang mga Hudyo, para silang maniwala, nagahanap sila ng signs kasi nasanay sila sa kanilang kasaysayan, nakita nila si Moses, bumuka yung pulang dagat, Okay? Umuulan ng tinapay sa disyerto. So gusto nila ganun din klaseng mga himala para sila makonvince at maniwala. Ang mga Griego naman o mga Greeks, dahil matatalino sila, gusto nila, yung ipapaliwanag mo sa kala would make sense to them. Full of rationality, maintindihan ng gusto para sa kala yun ang kanilang hinahanap. Eh si Jesus, mahirap intindihin para sa kanila papaano ang isang taong namatay ay magbibigay ng buhay. Paano isang leader ay mamamatay at magbibigay ng kaligtasan sa mundo? They could not accept Jesus. Kaya ang sinasabi rito, yung mga Hudyo nagdidiman ng signs. That's why marami sa kanila hanggang ngayon hindi pa naniniwala kay Christ. They've been still waiting for their Messiah. Hindi nila alam more than 2,000 years ago, dumating na. At marami sa ating lipunan ay katulad ng mga Grego. Gusto nila it would always make sense. Pero... Ibaho ang wisdom ng Diyos. It's what you call the godly wisdom. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 to 24, But we preach Christ crucified. Ito yung hindi nila kayang tanggapin. Okay? Sa mga Grego, parang napako sa krus. Yan ang pinakamahusay na leader. Napako sa krus. Pinarusahan. It won't make sense. But we preach Christ crucified as tumbling block to the Jews and folly to Gentiles, but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Even the Jews could not find, ay nahanap nila kasing mga miracle, mga spectacular. 
sa unang tingin nila kay Jesus, wala silang makitang spectacular. To those who are called, tayo ay tinawag ng Diyos in fellowship with our Lord Jesus Christ. We receive Him as our Lord and Savior. To us who are called, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Christ is not just the source of power. Christ Himself is the power of God. Christ is not just the source of wisdom. He Himself is the wisdom of God. How? Dahil kung makita natin sitwasyon sa Israel noon, they've been looking for a wise counsel, they've been looking for a powerful leader, at ang isinagot ng Diyos ay isang wonderful counselor by the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus Himself is the power of God that defeated the enemy. The enemy tried to defeat Jesus. Yung weapon ng enemy, could you imagine? Nung nakikita siguro ng mga demonyo na si Jesus ay pinaparusahan, nagre-rejoice na yung kingdom of darkness. Marahil nagtatalo na na sila. Nung ipinako si Jesus sa Cruz, tuwan-tuwa sila. At nung si Jesus ay namatay, mas lalong doble yung kanilang celebration because they thought they won. They are wiser than God. Without them knowing it, what they considered to be their weapon against Jesus Christ became God's weapon to defeat the enemy because it is through Christ's death that we receive our victory in Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why when He rose again from the dead, He defeated death and sin in the lives of people. And all of us, because of what Jesus Christ did, became the children of God. Amen. The force of the enemy used against Jesus is the same force that God used to destroy the works of the devil. The Son of God was manifested that He might destroy the works of the devil. So He is not just the source of power. He is the power of God Himself. And He is the wisdom of God Himself. Christ is the greatest miracle of God. We all somehow see miracle happen in this life. Yung may sakit gumagaling, etc., etc. But Christ Himself is not just the healer. He is the source. Or He is the greatest miracle of God. Could you imagine the virgin birth? Si Jesus isinilang isang birhen. Walang asawa yung birhen. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, lumabas si Jesus. It's a virgin birth. That's why Jesus is 100% God and 100% men. Ano pang pamamaraan ng Diyos? Christ lived a perfect life because no one can live a perfect life because everyone was subjected to the law of God. And no one is righteous, not one. But because of Christ, He lived a perfect life. He did not abolish the law, but He fulfilled the law in Him. That's why there's righteousness in Him and His righteousness is also our righteousness. That's why we can stand in prayer even though we know that we have sinned against God, but we can stand before a holy God because we have the righteousness of Jesus. Amen. He shed His blood, His perfect blood on the cross. Could you imagine? Yung dugo niya na walang bahid kasalanan ang naglinis sa lahat ng ating kasalanan kaya nabuksan sa atin ang isang panibagong tipan sa Diyos at sa tao at nagkaroon tayo ng kapatawaran sa ating mga kasalanan. At that particular moment of history, ang tao ay walang pag-asa at alam yun ang demonyo. But Christ came and He resolved once and for all the problem. He died, but He rose again from the dead. And not only that, 
we now have our seats at the right hand of God. Bakit? It's because Christ Himself is at the right hand of God. Meron na tayong upuan doon sa kalangitan because Christ, as long as He is sitting at the right hand of God, ang bawat isa po sa atin ay mayroon ding upuan doon sa kalangit dahil inire-represent tayo ni Jesus. If Christ is representing God to us, we are also being represented by Jesus to God Himself. Now, Christ is the wisdom of God. He's not just a source of wisdom, but the wisdom of God. His crucifixion and suffering gave us freedom. As I said a while ago, the devil were rejoicing and the demon spirit were rejoicing because of the suffering and crucifixion of Christ, but it turned out to be for our freedom. He opened up the new covenant between God and men. His death brought defeat on the enemy. His resurrection gave us the victory and eternal life. And He reigns forever so we can reign together with Him. So look at the wisdom of God. It's entirely different from the devil's expectation, even from man's expectation. Now, kitan nyo. If when you look at the Word of God, kadalasan, opposite. Okay? Pag sinampal ka sa kaliwa, ibigay mo yung kanan. So, saan ka naman nakakita ng ganun? Won't make sense to the intellectuals. ba? Usually, eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. Okay? Pagka sinuntok ka, suntukin mo din. Bumawi ka. Gumanti ka. That's the wisdom of the world. Yung ikaw ay, kung gusto mong sumagana, ikaw ay magbigay. Give, and it shall be given back unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Ano ang wisdom ng mundo? Ay, bay, kung ikaw ay kukuha, damihan mo ang kuha. Para nang sa ganun, kung ikaw ay madimanda, meron kang pambayad sa judge. Yan ang kuwanang mundo eh. Okay? Huwag kang kukuha ng konti lang. Damihan mo. Bilyon-bilyon ang kunin mo. Para pagka ikaw ay uh, nakasuhan, ay lahat pwede mong bayaran. Pati judge pwede mong bayaran. Sa mundo ay ganun. People are living their lives outside of God, God's wisdom. When I was reading an article concerning Steve Jobs, kilala niyo naman siguro si Steve Jobs, ano? Hindi po siya boksingero. Job lang talaga yung kanyang uh, pangalan. Si Steve Jobs, siya po yung mayroong, siya yung nag, uh, nag-design ng Apple computer. Okay? And certainly, he was a billionaire. But at the end of his life, Sabi niya, akala ng marami because I am successful. I have a lot of money. Masaya ko. But konti lang yung joy na naranasan ko. Because when he was already at his bed, because he, he was sick at that moment. Sabi niya, magsisik ka ng other objective other than money. Dahil kapag ikaw nga naman ay nasa banig na ng karamdaman, hindi mo na magiging goal ay kung paano ka magkakaroon ng pera dahil kahit na ang pera mo, walang kakayanan para iligtas ka kapag ikaw ay kinukuha na ng kamatayan. You would start meditating about your relationship. There are more valuable things than money. At ang binanggit niya ay isa na yung relationship natin sa ating pamilya. So, ibang klase yung naging pananaw niya before he died. All his life, he was seeking for success. He was seeking for prosperity just to find out at the end of his life, wala pa lang sa isa lahat ng yun. Why? There's nothing wrong about wealth. There's nothing wrong about his wisdom. But once you live your life, once you live your life apart from God, you miss the true meaning of life. 
The only life that would make sense is when you use this life for Jesus, our wonderful counselor, the one who can give us wisdom in time of need, the one who can make us strong in moment of sadness and difficulty. Ang naging pamamaraan ng Diyos ay naisulat sa John chapter 1, verse 1, sa iba'y kamangmangan ito, but it is the power of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Sa verse 4 ang sabi ron, in Him was life. Of course, that refers to Jesus. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, sabi ng verse 9, the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And in verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the one or the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Ito ang paraan ng Diyos. Ito ang katalinuhan ng Panginoon na ang kanyang bugtong nanak ay nagkatawang tao at siyang nanahan kasama natin Siyang nagbigay ng liwanag sa buhay ng tao, lalo na sa mga taong nananampalataya sa Kanya. Now, the challenge, 1 Corinthians 1.27, For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Sinong makatatalo sa katalinuhan ng Diyos? Pagsamasamahin man ang matatalinong tao dito sa mundong ito, wala pa o sa kalingkingan ng katalinuhan ng Diyos. Amen. Let's give God a big, big hand. Christ is the wonderful counselor that provides hope to those who believe. The question is, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe that He died and He rose again from the dead? If you believe, you have the hope because Christ is our wonderful counselor. Let's bow down our head. Heavenly Father, Thank you for your goodness in our lives. Thank you, God, that you have taught us not to rely on our own wisdom, but on your wisdom. Thank you that your word is a light unto our feet and a light unto our path. Sa bawat isa sa atin na naririto, you may be confused in, in your life. Maring may problema ka, hindi mo alam ang iyong gagawin. Eh, gusto kang gawing desisyon, pero hindi mo alam kung iyong gagawin. Why don't you come to Jesus? He is the wonderful counselor. His wisdom would create miracle in our lives if we follow Him. But if we just laugh at Him, we are being considered to be one of those who are perishing. Lord, I ask you, Father, to just mold our hearts. Hindi ang aming diploma, hindi ang taas ng aming natapos ang magiging dahilan para higitan ka namin sa iyong katalinuhan. We all bow down unto you. And we say, Lord, apart from you, we can do nothing. Wala kami magagawa, Lord. Kung wala ka sa buhay namin. Lord, bigyan mo kami ng isang pusong handang magpakumbaba sa iyo sa lahat ng sandali. Lalo na sa mga taong naririto na gagawa ng desisyon sa kanilang buhay. Enable us to always seek wisdom from you, from your word, with the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. The starting point of Jesus being your wonderful counselor is when you believe in Him.
If you believe in Jesus and today you would like to receive Him as your Lord and personal Savior. Gusto mong mabuhay ng tama, gusto mong mabuhay ng may katalinuhan, kay Jesus magsisimula ito. Believe on what Jesus Christ did for you and me. You will be saved. And you'll have abundant life. Kaya sa oras na ito, kapatid, kung gusto mong tanggapin ang Panginoon sa buhay mo, this may be your first time here, or this may not really be your first time, but you have not yet given your life and your heart to Jesus. Ito yung pagkakataon. Saan ka man nakaupo sa lugar na ito, I just would like you to just lift up your hands wherever you are. Taas mo lang yung kamay, handa kitang ipanalangin, kapatid. Pagkat ang Panginoon ay nananawagan sa iyo. Wherever you are seated, just lift up your hands. Huwag mo isipin yung nasa kaliwa mo, yung nasa kanan mo. Isipin mo nasa harapan mo ang Panginoon na tinaantay niya ang pagbabalik mo. Kaya salamat po sa mga kamay na yun. Nakikita ko kayo ng Panginoon. And I want to see more hands right now. Wherever you, yes, thank you for that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Nakikita kayo ng Panginoon. Yes, thank you. Last call. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Nais ko po kayong ipanalangin sa oras na ito. Kaya inimbitahan ko po kayo, huwag po kayong mahiya sa mga taong nasa paligid ninyo. Ito po ay pananampalatayang tunay sa Diyos. Inaanyayahan ko po kayong tumayo sa oras na ito. I'll just pray for you. Sige po, huwag po kayong mahiya. Tayo po kayo. Let's keep on bowing down our heads. Lahat po nang nagtas ng kamay, will you please stand up slowly and I'll pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Can you just stand up please? Yes. Thank you. The Lord can see you well. Yes. Sa lahat po ng nagtaas ng kamay, sumabay ko po kayo sa isang simpleng panalangin ito. Sabihin niyo Panginoong Jesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Ako po ay nagpapakumbaba sa iyo. Humihingi ng kapatawaran sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Tinatanggap kita sa aking puso bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Panginoong Yesus, inaalay ko sa iyo ang buong buhay ko simula ngayon, magpakailanman. Tulungan mo akong mabuhay ayon sa iyong kalaoban. Ako'y nananampalataya, Jesus, ikaw ay namatay sa krus at nabuhay na muli at ngayon ay nasa kanang kamay ng Diyos Ama. Salamat po sa aking buhay na walang hanggan sa aking kaligtasan sa karapatang maging anak ng Diyos. Salamat po. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph resources podcasts.